0: Are you tired of feeling like you have to hide your faith in order to be successful in business? Welcome to the Flamingo Advantage Podcast, where Christian marketing and client experience coach Katie Horner leads you to embrace your uniqueness, to see the marketplace as a mission field, and your business as an act of worship. Hi, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Flamingo Advantage Podcast. I'm excited to have you here today. Uh, We're going to be talking about lions, mice, kindness, and collaboration. A little bit of a a veering away from our normal flamingo talk. We're going to discuss some other animals today and the lessons that we can learn from them. And I know it will be a blessing to you wherever you're listening. I'd love to have you scroll down and hit subscribe, share this with a friend, uh, leave us a comment, let us know uh, what you think of the show. We love hearing your feedback, your suggestions, suggestions for guests and topics, all of that helps us create better content for you. And we are so very grateful to have you with us today. So today's episode comes from this idea that I got from a book. Um, My grandmother passed away this last summer and uh, going through some of her things, one of the books that was a big piece of my childhood got brought back to the surface. And I wanted to share that with you today. This is called uh, The Lion and the Mouse. It is a 1961 edition from the Whitman Publishing Company. It is a story written by Mabel Watts, and the beautiful illustrations are by Bonnie and Bill Rutherford. And I'm not going to read it to you, but just to kind of tell the story, it's the Lion and the Mouse story that we all have come to to know, I'm sure. But if not, uh, the mouse is out in the field one day, runs over a sleeping lion. The lion wakes up, threatens to eat him, and the mouse says, "Please don't kill me. I know I can help you someday." And the lion kind of scoffs at him and. How could you help me? And they go on in this big conversation about all the different ways that the mouse thinks that it could help the lion, and you know, oh, I could help you gather acorns, Well, what do I need acorns for? i could I could help you find a mouse trap that could stick to your tail and be a beautiful adornment. And, well, what? you know, like so the mouse comes up with all these ideas of how I could help you, an unlikely pair, an unlikely partner, unlikely collaborator, right? And the lion ultimately decides, no, this kind of collaboration is not for me right now. And he lets him go, thinking he's never going to see this mouse again. And then later in the story, we find that the lion ends up in a trap. He gets caught up and bound up in a whole bunch of ropes and his roar brings the little mouse to his rescue and the little mouse ends up chewing through the ropes, setting the lion free to be the king of the jungle once again. And the lion is very grateful for the friendship grateful he didn't eat him at first meeting. All right. So how does this apply to us in business and specifically in marketing, specifically in kindness and collaborations with our marketing? You know, um, this is a great example of extending a kindness to someone that may not be merited. We meet all kinds of people in our business. And if you listened to episode number 17, you heard me talk about being kind and kingdom aligned in our marketing with your pink marketing strategies, kindness is a big part of everything that we should be doing as a believer who runs a business. And you never know when someone that you meet is gonna end up being a future collaborator, a future partner of some kind. The investments that you make in yourself to attend events, to invest in classes where you meet other people, to do marketing events and different things like that, You never know when one of those connections is going to be a divine appointment. And even though it may not look like there's anything valuable in that relationship now, nurturing that relationship with kindness can allow great things to come of it in the future. For example, I was at a conference once, oh goodness, four or five years ago, and met a woman who has a business that was very... Uh, very friendly, um, but our businesses are very different. We help different kinds of people. And um, I didn't really see how we could work together, right? But we stayed in touch and would talk every now and then, would see each other at events every now and then. Well, she has now been a guest on our podcast multiple times. I'm talking about Krista Hutchins, and she is a great collaborator. She is someone who, who teaches and who exemplifies even great collaboration between people. I'm also thinking of Kristen Engine, another one of our guests that we've had on the earlier in the show on the podcast and in our previous podcast, the Four Your Success podcast. Kristen is a, a copywriter and she and I met through a summit invitation where we were both, both going to be speaking and we've been able to collaborate on multiple things since then. The uh, AI seminar that we did earlier this year was a collaboration with Kristen. So you just never know what's going to come from these meetings that you have with folks and when you can pour into those people with kindness and nurture those relationships it is a definite definite plus for you in kingdom alignment in advancement and in collaboration now are you going to be chewing through ropes for somebody i hope not (laughs) you know but what is the application for you in what ways can you collaborate what do you have to offer And so the challenge today is going to feel a little bit teachery, if you will, but I want to challenge you to take some time today, maybe right now after the end of this podcast, maybe later in the day, maybe this evening, maybe you journal before bed at night, I don't know, but take some time at some point and just think, what do I have to offer people in terms of collaboration? What assets do I have? Do I have free classes? Do I have free downloads? Do I have expertise i could offer as a podcast guest could i speak on someone's stage or at their event or in their facebook group do i have access to resources that somebody else might be able to need do i have an email list where i could promote someone else what kind of assets do i have to offer in a collaborative relationship just as the mouse was going through all those different ideas i know a mouse trap i know where to find acorns i you know and maybe your friends and your collaborators your potential collaborators Don't see the value of it now, but knowing what you have allows you to offer, and then at least they know what the offer is, and when they need it, you will come up, and you will be top of mind. Then I would ask you to do a second thing, and that is to start brainstorming what kinds of collaborations you would like to be on the receiving end of. None of us would ever want to be tied up in ropes like the lion in that kid's story, right? But if we were, we'd sure want to have a mouse as a friend. So what kind of collaborations would you like to be on the receiving end of? Do you want to speak on more podcasts? Who do you know that you could reach out and ask for a collaboration for? Do you want to be on stages? Who do you know that's hosting an event? Do you want to speak more in Facebook groups? Do you have a free gift you'd like to give away to grow your list? Who do you know that has your people in their audience and you could offer value and ask if there's a way that you could give their people this free gift? There's all kinds of ways that you can collaborate with other people even just meeting to brainstorm. I've got a couple of groups of people that I meet with on a regular basis. There's no money involved. We're just friends that all have different kinds of businesses, but we meet together to collaborate in the brainstorming aspect. Well, how do you do this? And how do you handle that? Like the bigger, like running the business type pictures. There's also groups that I pay to be a part of that I invest in for my own growth because there are collaboration opportunities there, both for brainstorming and trading business assets and business help and things like that. And so think about what you have to offer so that it's top of mind when that opportunity presents itself. And then think about what you would like to receive and who do you know that has that? And how could you begin to create the relationship, create the conversation that makes space for those kinds of collaborations to happen? I'd love for you to check out the episode with Kristen as well as with Krista Hutchins and we'll put those links in the show notes for you today. And if you've got ideas for collaboration, if you have an an idea for collaborating with us, I would love to hear it. I do have goals to speak to more people this year. I do have goals to grow the number of people that we can help, the number of people we can bring to our events, like the event that we just hosted last week. Hopefully, we'll be doing another one in a couple of months. Like, There's all kinds of ways that I am looking to collaborate with people and I'm always open to your suggestions and to your invitations as well. So if there's something that you have an idea about, please be sure to let us know. Remember, you are here to make a difference. Your message matters. Somebody needs to hear what you have to say and you need to be pink and bold and confident to show up today with the message God's given you for the people who need to hear it. I'm Katie Horner. I'll see you in the next episode. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and consider joining our free listener community at theflamingoadvantage.com. Remember, my friends, your message matters and your voice is needed. Don't be afraid to let your flamingo show.